गाइज एंड वेलकम टू माई अदर पॉडकास्ट एपिसोड वन डे एट अ टाइम ब्लॉग मिस एडिशन एंड दिस इज द सेकेंड एपिसोड सो होपफुल यू आर लिसनिंग टू दिस ऑन सेकेंड डिसम्बर और आफ्टर दैट इफ यूर बिजी आई डोंट जज यू डू यू फ्रेंड एनी वे सो फॉर दिस एपिसोड आई वॉन्ट टू समथिंग काइंड ऑफ क्रीपी काइंड ऑफ हेलोवीन ई काइंड ऑफ स्कैरी एंड आई वॉज ऑन रेडिट एंड आई सॉ दिस थिंग वेर दिस वन पर्सन आस्ट ऑन रेडिट that hey that it what is like the creepiest scariest thing that has happened to you which is real and this is serious so i'm hoping that there is some allegedly real scary stories or creepy stories that are going to be on here which i'm going to read out and scare myself because i'm home alone right now and it's 3 am so what else could i be doing which is healthier uh, anything else is healthier than this because i get scared really easily and i will judge people and hate people who watch horror movies for fun like why are you paying actual money to go to a cinema hall and all they're going to do is scare you like come on there has to be something better that you could do with that money i just cannot watch horror movies and i have so many friends like some of my closest friends absolutely love horror movies which means that they drag me to all of them so i just need to find better friends is pretty much what i'm trying to say so i thought this would be the best thing that i could do just to scare myself to sleep today before we get started for the favorite segment of this podcast episode i wanted to talk about tarot cards and i love my tarot cards i recently bought a rider waite deck and i'm starting to get into it and learning about it so i thought that we could learn together so at the end of every episode i'm going to be picking a random tarot card and we're going to read about it and learn about it and maybe it's going to be something related to the episode and it's going to be a message from the universe or something or it's just going to be a message for me personally or it might be a message for you who knows you know it's it's the universe and he or she or they whoever is going to do what they want or maybe they're going to have some fun with this so i'm going to have fun with the whole tarot card aspect of things so if you want to see the tarot card reading for this episode wait till the very end so let's get started with the actual creepy stories so this is on r/askreddit so i'm going to link it in the show notes in case you guys want to read some other entries on here or some of the longer ones because i want to pick some like shorter ones because i don't want you guys to lose interest and for me to lose interest as well this has 4.3000 comments so i'm hoping that is enough for us to get scared and this was asked by u/dergalaxy and the question that they asked was reddit what is the most disturbing scary or creepy real story that happened to you serious i'm excited because it's going to be serious So the first one which has about 1.7k upvotes I'm not going to read any other upvotes or downvotes but this was just the very first one so I'm guessing this is the top comment let's read it and I haven't read these so this is going to be scary for you and me and we're going to get scared together and I'm not going to try to read this in a scary way because I have to edit this and I don't want to hear that so we're going to try to keep the tone as neutral as possible let's begin A few summers ago, I went for a bike ride around midnight with a friend. I went our separate ways at the end of the evening, and I had about two blocks to ride back by myself. Because of construction, I had to ride on the sidewalk, but the but the streets were dead. But it wasn't a problem until right where I was about to turn left onto my street. There was this man walking by himself, maybe in his forties, a little scruffy but not homeless. The sidewalk was narrow and I didn't want to freak him out so I got about 6 feet behind him and said, "Hey, behind you." And he turned around and gave me the super angry look. 
I turned down my street and he started to follow me, literally screaming about how, how I was a fucking swear words. And he was going to kill me and all that. I live right off the corner and I didn't want him to figure that out, so I decided to do another loop around the block. That's not the scary part. The scary part is that when I looped back around and looked down the street, I saw him standing on my front stoop, staring out at the street like this motherfucker knew I lived there. He saw me right by again and he didn't say anything. I ended up going back to my friends, but my bike got stolen from the alleyway by the house two days later. Edit. The guy in question was definitely not actually homeless. We have a large population of mentally ill in this area, unfortunately. So if I didn't think the sidewalk was too narrow to pass, otherwise I wouldn't have disturbed him. Half the scary part was that he looked pretty much completely normal for my area. That being said, I ended up texting my mom and she made the decision not to notify law enforcement until my bike was stolen. So, here are my thoughts on this. As a girl who lives in Delhi, if I saw a man follow me even remotely, I would call the police that second. And this person, and I'm guessing it's a guy... Uh, but I could also be wrong. Anyway, this person, like, saw somebody follow him, saw this dude literally in his 40s, screaming, like, curse words at him and telling him to kill himself, and he didn't call the police, and he didn't do anything about it. He just decided, I'm gonna take another loop. Like, dude, you good? Um, I don't know if I'm overdramatic, but uh, if a man said anything to me on the street that was anything remotely negative... Or even if he said something positive, like Cat called me, that's the very second I'm calling or, you know, running to the nearest, like, law enforcement area. I don't know how these people, it's just like, ooh, I'm just gonna take another round around, like, the road and then just come back to my house. Like, dude, people be crazy. Don't do this. Ever. I want to do another episode, this reminds me, on, like, tricks on how to, like, make sure that you don't have, like, a sketchy Uber ride, because I have some tips up my sleeve for anybody, especially girls out there. We just need to be smarter, because uh, some people out there just really are shitty people. I'm just, that's how I'm gonna say it. Um, Another thing, the fact that when he, like, looped around and went to his house, um... The, the the homeless guy was standing right outside his house like he knew that that boy lived there like dude this is when i'm calling the police this is when i'm taking my phone out and i don't know how old the story is that if this person had like a phone or something this was posted in 2013 so probably they he probably had some kind of phone on him so he should have called somebody like police i don't know but is it weird to just call the police i really don't know and in, in in my case right now in like 2019 i 100% would have called the police like 10 steps before he did so that was that let's move on to the second one i posted this just a couple of days ago on another thread this isn't very interesting but i woke up with blood gushing down my cheek when i was younger and i didn't feel anything but my face felt wet so i went down to my parents room and they freaked out Till this day, we still have no clue what cut my face, but I needed 8 stitches next to my eye. We checked the sheet, pillow, pillowcases, edges of the bed, etc. Still no idea. This freaks me out because here's the thing. I believe that this is something that happened because something similar to that happened to me. So I think I was about... How old was I? I was probably in maybe second grade or third grade. So I was young, young. And 
what me and my friends used to do was that we used to bicycle like every evening just like me like four or five of people the you know girls and guys who lived like in my building and my parents knew their parents and everything we used to just cycle around the block and my parents never let me go to like the main road because i live next to the main road i was just cycle in loops around like my house building because i live in an apartment so it's not just my house it's like multiple houses and this one time i was cycling and i know how to cycle this wasn't like my first couple of days this i knew how to cycle that it was this road or like this little area on the road or like whatever footpath area right next to my house so i was about like 20 steps from my house and not at any kind of road there was no way cars could go there because it was just like that walking area and there was this one area like a little portion of it which had like sand or like rocks everywhere so it was like a very rocky area but the other parts were relatively smooth and i decided that i was just, i was going really 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 slow and while i was going really slow on that rocky area with like a billion rocks by physics i lost my balance and fell down and apparently i hit my head on one of the rocks and the thing is i didn't feel any pain i felt completely okay i just thought i had fallen down from my cycle so i just got up and i was just like um i got up i like was dusting myself off and i felt like my forehead really really wet like i thought i was sweating because it was summertime so i thought my forehead was really wet and i was dusting myself off and i didn't feel any pain and while i'm dusting myself off i like wipe my like back of my hand on my forehead and when i get my hand like back down there is blood all over my hand and i'm like dude what the fuck is going on and that's when i realized that i had hit my head on something and i don't remember anything after that i was just confused because i didn't feel pain and i didn't know what to do from this moment onwards and it wasn't dark it was about like 4 or like 4:30 so it was pretty light outside and i was confused and i just remember saying okay to myself am i supposed to just go home now or am i supposed to what am i supposed to do i'm so confused because i didn't feel any pain at all i was completely okay i had gotten up i still had you know i could think clearly and stuff and um i turned around and one of the kids who used to cycle with me her mom she was like walking or like doing like her evening walk or something and she looked at me and she was pretty far away she was about like 15 to 20 steps away from me she looked at me and she screamed so loud and she ran towards me and that's when i realized that i probably looked crazy like there was blood gush at this point there was blood gushing all over my face and i was still feeling absolutely no pain and my friend's mom she ran towards me like ran and she was screaming and that freaked me out okay i didn't know what i was supposed to do at this point but her screaming it i still remember her face so clearly and it still freaks me out so much so she came to me and she didn't ask me any questions she just picked me up and she took me to my house and I remember okay so here is the thing with my mom my mom is badass as fuck okay so she my mom and my grandmother they were both there in ho- in the in the house at that point and i remember that instead of like ringing the doorbell my friend's mom just like started banging at the door really crazily and just screaming and my mom and my grandmother came outside to see what happened and my grandmother like freaked the fuck out and she was looking at me and she was freaking out almost crying and my mom was just like we're going to put ice on it i remember she was just like cool we're going we're going to put ice on it she's going to be fine so my mom took me in she put ice on it that's when she realized that this wound that i had was um 
more than just eyes so we went to the doctor and i had to get three stitches on my forehead and if you look at my forehead now which you can't but if you like ever meet me look at my forehead you can still see like the three stitches and this entire time i have felt no pain at all the only time i felt pain was when the doctor he was stitching uh, my forehead that's the only time i felt like pain but i was completely fine all the other times and the only thing i remember was the doctor told me not to go to school for like uh, three four days and just to rest in my bed he just told me no going outside and playing you're just gonna rest on your bed and if you feel you know sick or anything you know let me know or whatever but that night my dad came home with this was back in the day when when movies would come out uh there would be like the soundtrack of the movies would come out in cd format which would just have mp3 songs so my dad what i would do is download them from limewire illegally i'm gonna admit that i used to do that but my dad bought me a bunty and bubbly's like soundtrack and bunty and bubbly used to be my favorite movie growing up i loved that movie so much for some reason i was like a big rani mukherjee fan and for the next three days i just have this vivid memory of like lying down on my parents bed because they let me use their bed because their bed is in the room which had the computer and i would just play bunty and bubbly soundtracks all day and around like that's all i remember so the fact that this guy said back to the story that he had like stitches that he needed stitches but he couldn't feel anything except that it was wet it happened to me so that's the only time i've gotten stitches and yeah that's that's a crazy story that i a very few people don't know that about me and when i went back to school i made sure that i had like a huge ass um like bandage so that everyone was like what happened are you okay and i was just like yeah i'm fine I just you know i just wanted to get that attention so all i remember was like making sure that my mom made like my bandage really really intense so uh i don't know that's the story and let's move on to the very next one next one is by saint sparkles and they say i had a I had awesome parents who let me sleep in the living room on weekend nights when I was very young because my sister was a light sleeper and I could stay up until dawn. But of course, I always end up sleeping on the couch because Nick at night made me tired. So one night I wake up to this prickly feeling, like an instinct. Just bolted into a sitting position and sta- stared outside the front window. We live in rural Georgia, so you can imagine the magnitude of trees. In perfect light cast from the moon, I see a silhouette of someone in this fucking tree. The family dog dashes to the window and is snarling into the gla- glass. Terrified, I run into my parents' room and try to explain to my parents that there is a strange person outside. My dad grabs something defensive and darts outside with the dogs to beat the wax off the hot head. I tremble in mama's arms until dad comes home and says he saw saw no one and goes to bed. I decide to sleep in my regular bedroom. I fill in my sister in as to what happened. Dad is making regular rounds in the house with a cup of coffee. We're all still and I finally think I can sleep. No. I notice the man outside my window. From what I can see in the moonlight, he gives me a shush signal and runs away. Just turned around to run a straight line away. I swear I couldn't stop crying for what felt like hours. This is my worst nightmare and this is the reason now I've the story is over by the way. This is the reason I will never buy a house on the ground floor because this shit scares me so much. If I'm ever going to live in a house or an apartment, it's always going to be first floor and up because I'm never living ground floor ever. Ground floor is scary because you're pretty much ground level with anybody outside and if anyone want to look into your bedroom or your house, they could just look in through the window. 
I currently don't live on the ground floor, so if anyone had to look into my window, they would have to be like on a ladder or something. And that's kind of um, hard to do and like not get noticed. But the only thing about the story which makes me really confused is the fact that this happened. His dad went outside to try to find whoever was outside. His dad says that he found nobody, comes back and they all just go to sleep or like just pretend to go to sleep, prepare to go to sleep. You should have called the police. I don't know why in all these stories, people are just okay with stuff happening. Like, nobody's calling the police. Call the police, okay? Even if there's nobody, even if you imagined it, if I went to my dad right now and told him that there's someone outside my window, even though I don't even live on the ground floor, he would call the police. Even if I was, you know, wrong. Even if I fucked up, he would call the police. That's what you're supposed to do. Okay, guys, just call the police. That's what they're there for. Don't risk this. This scares me. Someone replied to this and said, You just reminded me of a strange thing that happened when I was little. My brother and I were both under seven years old. He may be four and I was six. We were playing outside in the snow when a strange white car pulled into our long driveway. This was uncommon since our driveway is hidden. The window rolls down and a man with short hair and a goatee pulls up a camera and takes our picture. Then he rolls up a camera. Well, he rolls up the window sorry, and drives away. Never had any closure or follow-up on that situation, but it freaked my mom out so bad. This is also kind of creepy because, oh my god, I remember once. Why do I have personal stories for all of this? Anyway, I was maybe um, like five or six, so I was really young. And I was playing in like a park right below my house. And I remember that there was this... Um, like, I was playing with a bunch of friends, so I wasn't by myself. And there was this, like, foreign couple that just happened to pass by. By foreign, I, I mean that they had blonde hair and blue eyes. So they were definitely not from here. And they were also speaking in an accent. So I'm guessing they were, like, tourists of some sort. And they came up to us playing and they said, can we get a picture with you guys? Why, number one, would would you just want a picture with random kids playing in the park? That's kind of, why would you need that as like a thing that you want in your camera because like I remember back in those days you had one of those like cameras in which you only had like a certain amount of film so you had to click like a certain amount of pictures and then you had to get it developed so you had to give it to somebody who would like develop it and give it back to you so it's not like you can just take like a billion photos of random crap you had to be pretty like choosy with what you wanted pictures of and this foreign couple decided that they wanted a picture of all of us kids playing and we weren't even like really special kids or something. We were regular old kids. And I we all took the photo. And when I was like walking up the stairs back to my house, there was this girl, my friend, and she came up to me and she was like, why did you take a photo with them? And I was like, they asked me. And she was like, I ran away when, you know, they wanted a picture. I didn't let them take my picture because now what they're going to do is that they're going to kidnap you. And she said it with like a pretty straight face. And... Um, I'm still scared that that couple might just come back and kidnap me. Um, this is not like supposed to be hate, hateful or offensive, but the fact that she looked at me with a straight face, me, a five-year-old with no knowledge of anything, and told me straight up that I was going to be kidnapped, like this friend of mine really was trying to scare me. She didn't say, oh, you might be kidnapped. She told me straight up, you will be kidnapped because they took a photo of you. That's just how they kidnap people. Now she knows how what your face looks like and she knows where you live and now they're gonna kidnap you. And I did not sleep for like a good three days and I was too scared to tell my mom about this. So um, I'm still waiting for something to happen with that photo. So 
you know if you are that foreign couple who took my photo when i was 5 so probably like 15 16 years ago let me know why you needed that photo because i just really want to know thinking of this there is another creepy story that i have so in my school this is a story that i remember very very vividly like incredibly vividly and it still freaks me out to this day so i was i think in like a year before first grade so i was in prep that's what it was called in my school so i was in prep and we had these like circular tables and it was fixed seating so every week the teacher would like shuffle up the seating so you were seat- seated with like random people in that circular table so i remember it was uh, a day when like the seats had just been shuffled so it was probably like a monday or something and i went to like my newly assigned seat and i was looking at all these people around me and i was like cool cool okay fine whatever and there was this girl and i still know her and i'm not going to name her but um this girl that had like the prettiest eyes she had like golden eyes she didn't have like brown eyes like everybody else but i just remember always really liking her eyes so i was sitting um you know opposite from her so i wasn't sitting next to her and i remember looking at her and being like i really like your eyes or something of that sort i probably said it in hindi so i was like i really like your eyes and she looked at me deadpan like she looked me dead in the eyes and says there is blood coming out of your eyes right now and i just looked at her like what and she was like yes there is blood coming out of your eyes right now and i was like what and i remember like rubbing my eyes and my eyes were fine and she just said that like two times and did not speak for that entire day and i don't know why she said that i don't know which movie she had watched but i remember her saying this to this day and it scared me so much and these are like the creepy experiences that for some reason i remember is random people coming up to me and just saying these very ominous things to my face and me just freaking the fuck out please stop doing this my kid self is scarred forever i can never look at that girl again and and she still exists and i still talk to her and i've had like photos clicked with her in my school farewell and everything but i will never forget when she said that and i'm pretty sure she doesn't remember and i'm sure she didn't mean anything by it but what the hell was going on what would we doing as kids anyway so i have another story that i'm going to say it's not my story i'm going to read it from the reddit thread when i was about 10 all of my cousins and siblings were over about 10 of us were there and my parents had grand and grandparents were out for an adult dinner so it was just the kids sitting around watching a few movies when all of a sudden the house shook and there was a large flash coming from the backyard it felt as if a bomb dropped we all heard felt and saw it and as a pack we ran into the hallway the eldest cousin in the group decided on calling the parents but opted to call the police instead after a few minutes what okay instead of calling the police she called the parents instead after a few minutes we gained our courage and ventured out into the living room this time with weapons just in case okay what kind of weapons are these kids with by the way <laughs> anyway back to the story after a half hour with no other issues the parents came home and thought that we were insane there was nothing wrong with the backyard and no neighbors reported anything it's been 10 years we still talk about it try to figure out what it was and it's the scariest thing to happen to me by far Let me tell you what it is. Aliens. Yep, that's what it is. That's the story. Why is it that the crazy things happen when there are like every single family cousin in one room and that's when the craziest stuff happens? The craziest thing that happened to me was there is this cousin that I have and 
I used to be pretty close to her when I was little and we would go to each other's houses a lot and she, her parents got a new house and they had like a housewarming party or something of that sort because I remember that all of us were in Indian outfits so we were like 10 of the cousins like in the family like all of our family cousins we were all together ranging from like maybe 8 to like 2 like toddlers and we were all like running around the house playing hide and seek and it was a completely new house and it was like a bungalow so it was a huge house with like a billion rooms and i remember we all went inside this one room and it was kind of like a shed room or like a storage room of some sort it had nothing in it no furniture it hadn't even been decorated for the housewarming it wasn't supposed to be like a proper room room it was like some kind of attic and we all went into there because we wanted to play some game or something because it was the only room which was completely unfurnished and like huge it was a huge long room so we were i think playing cricket or something of that sort in that room and i remember one of us slammed the door really hard and locked ourselves inside there 10 kids locked inside this house and the girl whose house it was had been there maybe all of 3 days she didn't know what the fuck was going on and we just were screaming really loud but because we were in some kind of weird room i just remember that this one guy his older cousin telling all of us that nobody could hear us because we were in like a really really far away area from all the parents and the adults and my mom tells me that this actually did happen i did not fever dream think of all of this and it took a while for us the, for them to realize all the kids were locked in this specific room and eventually we all got out because the parents figured it out and they broke down the door and we all got out but i just remember getting out of that room and every single kid was crying their eyes out and that is a story of uh, when kids get together something weird happens anyway so i have one last story that i'm going to say before i call it a day okay So this happened to me last summer when I was back at my parents' house during the holidays. It was around 3 a.m. and I was in my room on my computer when I got a call from my sister. Now that was already a little bit weird since my sister's room is just down the hallway from mine and she could easily have just come to my room. I went to pick up and the call ended as soon as I reached the phone. I figured that she wanted to speak to me, so I got up and went to her room. As soon as I reached the door, she started screaming that someone was in the room with her, so I busted in and of course nobody was there. She stopped crying and she told me that she woke up and saw a dark shadow just centimeters from her face and that's when she screamed. So I told her that she called me. She tells me that her phone is not in her room and that she was sleeping. Sure enough, her phone is actually downstairs in her purse. The weird part is that I have the log of her call on my phone but she does not never managed to explain this one. This just gave me full body chills. I have full body goosebumps right now <laughs> because I have read so many stories on reddit and other websites of people claiming that something of this sort has happened when uh, which is unexplained to like help or come to the rescue of another person who is like going through something terrible and oh my god it is so creepy because a lot of people explain this is you time traveling to save your future self or like your past self from something and i know that's pretty far fetched and you know you can explain that time travel isn't real and blah 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 but the amount of stories that are out there of people being like oh i was about to get into a car accident and and then something happened that my mom called me and told me to take a left turn so i took a left instead and you know whatever and 
uh, when I came back home that my mom said, you know, stuff like that. My mom said that she never really called me. And uh, later that night, like an accident happened on that road. Like stuff like that happens so often that I, I don't believe that this is something one person has made up. This is something that happens all the time. And I want to do another episode in which I go in depth into not scary stories, but a glitch in the matrix type of stories similar to this one and talk about all of the little experiences other people have had in which weird stuff and unexplained stuff has happened to them to save them from something else. Because there's a lot more of this stuff on Reddit and I would like to do another episode on it in case you guys want to know. So let me know in the comments or DM me on Instagram. Both of the Instagram links are going to be in the down bar or the show notes of the podcast, as well as on Twitter. You can email me, yada, 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 whatever floats your boat about any scary experiences that have happened to you, because I would love to know if there's any scary ghost stories that you have personally, and I would like to read them maybe in another episode. Or if you have anything else that you would like me to know, or if you have ideas for future episodes, because kind of running short on ideas here, kind of want to do something fun and crazy. So that's about it for this episode and let's move on to the section where I pull out a random tarot card. Alright dudes, the tarot cards are laid in front of me. I shuffled them and I had the question in my mind which is what message does the universe have for all of us? You listening to this podcast as well as me making this podcast, just us. It's a secret club, you know, not for other random people who are not listening. They don't deserve this reading, it's not for them. Anyway. Before I get started, I just want to say that there is this one card that I keep pulling up. I've pulled this card 90% of the times I pull one card. So every time I have to pull one card, it's most of the time this one card called the Hanging Man. So if I pull the Hanging Man again, I'm going to freak my shit. So let's pull out the card. And also, uh, you pulling out the card like straight or reversed means different things in case anyone wants to know. So I'm shuffling through the cards right now and I'm going to pick the one which you know, screams to me. So that's this one card which came out and it is the Four of Cups. But it is reversed. It's not straight. So a lot of the times what I like to do is look at the picture itself. So the picture is this um, guy who's sitting under a tree and he has three cups in front of him and a cloud or some kind of mysterious entity that's just floating around looks kind of like a fluffy cloud is handing him like the fourth cup and he's looking sadly at the three cups that are in front of him and he has his hands folded kind of like he's he has three cups and he's just looking at them sadly and there is this random cloud thing that's just offering him the fourth cup so that's what it means but it is reversed so it means pretty much the opposite of this so another thing that i like to do with tarot card readings is just interpret them my own way every single website is going to have different things so uh for the upright four of cups tarot cards it means regret refusing offers missed opportunities stagnation apathy etc so pretty much what i did kind of describe this guy looks kind of sad he's just looking at it in regret as if he only has three cups and this entity is like offering him the fourth cup but he's not really looking at it so that's what it means if it's upright that this person is it means i guess regret and refusing offers missed opportunities boredom self-absorption etc etc but because ours is reversed it means seizing opportunities letting go of regret so basically the opposite of what is described in the picture end of stagnation motivation enthusiasm being proactive etc etc 
and i don't know if you know this but that's exactly how i've been feeling today just you know it's the end of my like college stagnant area and i was talking about the same exact thing i have so much enthusiasm and motivation today i've done so much work for the just for this podcast and other things that this card being in upright position just means a lot to me so this made sense i don't know if this made sense for you guys maybe it means something maybe the universe is trying to tell you something do you have any opportunities that you need to seize you should seize it you should let go of your regret you should focus on the positive self awareness yara 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 so yeah so in the general context the four of cups tarot cards reversed indicates that you are pulling yourself out of the rut that you have been in while your life may have been previously felt stagnant that is now coming to an end the four of cups reversed represent leaving regrets remorse and wishful thinking in the past and focusing on the present and moving forward in a positive direction it's a pretty good note to end this on if you don't believe in tarot cards that's fine too this is fun you can skip it every single episode but that would be it for this episode all of the information and social medias and links are going to be in the description down bar and stuff thank you so much for listening and the next episode is going to be tomorrow Thank you.